and welcome back to Art Supply Insiders. My name is Jeff Morrow, and today we have the great opportunity to talk with Cheryl Boglioli, who is the creative director of Gel Press. Cheryl, how are you? Good, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm spectacular, except I'm confused because I don't have a foggiest idea what a gel press is. Can you tell me a little bit about who's gel press? I can. Well, Gel Press is the company. We are the manufacturer of the original gel formula, which creates reusable monoprinting plates. So basically, it is a tool that you can use in your art supplies to create monoprints. What the heck is a monoprint? <laughs> monoprinting is a very fun way to produce prints. It's a form of printmaking, and each print you create is totally unique. And so you'll never get the exact print twice, hence the oh. term monoprint. Is it something like you carve into something? or No, you do not oh, want no. to carve into these. Okay. But you could take other, like, um, other stamps or something that you have carved to create impressions. So the gel plate is is a gel type of reusable plate that you can use to pick up impressions. So it's it has, um, our company manufactures the gel. So our team of gel makers really know gel inside and out, and it's made right here in USA. So that what it does is it produ- our company produces gel that has the right technical term is called durometer. Um, Layman term, we call it squishability. Okay, now now I get it. (laughs) Yeah, so it has the right amount of squishability that it can pick up super fine details. So if you wanted to use a leaf or a flower or a stamp or just mark-making tools, you could do so in the medium that you put on the plate and then pull the prints from that. Really? Is is gel printing something that's been around since dinosaurs or is this relatively new close to um it has been around for a very long time back way back when they were actually called gelatin plates because they were made from gelatin but Mm. gelatin plates they melt they you have to keep them cool to keep them for and you have to make sure that you take care of them so they don't get moldy and all that other kind of stuff um they deteriorate over time where this plate that we produce is a reusable plate it'll last again and again and again for multiple years to come as long as you play with and take care of it so where can they find gel press plates that's hard for me to say (laughs) gel press plates Yes, you can find gel press. We always encourage everybody to check with your local retailers. So check with your art supply stores, check with your scrapbook supply stores, check with them first. And if they don't have it, always ask. But if you don't have local stores nearby, then we encourage you to look online and there's plenty of fake places online that you can find it, um, Simon Says Stamps, Jerry's Artorama, and if all else fails, gelpress.com, you can find it. We do ship in the United States, so if you're in the United States, you can buy directly from Gelpress. So I was I was actually looking at your, at your site, and you've got a lot of great information there, so if our audience just wants to see some videos or maybe read a blog or two about it, is that probably the best place to go? Absolutely, because from there, you can get to all of our other social media, our links to our YouTube, our Instagram. We share a lot of posts. We have a really large team, and our creative team is 
they're just amazing. And we have a team that's very versatile from everything from home decor and fabric printing to card wow. making, scrapbooking, art journaling, faith journaling, to find artists that are using it as well in their works of art. Wow. Now, do you, do you have a, a lot of sizes or is there just one size? How does that work? Oh, no, we have a lot of different sizes. <laughs> um, I will say that our two most popular size plates are rectangles that's an 8x10 and a 5x7. So those are our most popular. But we have smaller sizes like a 6x6, 3x5, as well as different small shaped plates that we call our petite series. Mm. And then we even have larger plates like a 12x12 or a 12x14. In addition, we have circle size shapes of various sizes, um, impressibles, which are um, uh, embossed gel plate that we have. Wow. Um, yeah, so we've got a we have a size that will fit about anybody's needs. Well, with all of that said, what do you recommend for somebody that's brand new to gel printing? I, where would you even start? Well, the first thing you need is a gel press plate. So okay. I'd say get a gel press plate. Then you need a brayer, so like a rubber brayer, and then any substrate that you're going to be printing on. Uh, now, paper hey, is a real common thing. Now, you said brayer. I'm not sure everybody out there might know what that is. That's just kind of like a little rubber roller, isn't it? It is. It's a rubber roller on a handle that can help smooth out the paint or the ink or whatever you're going to be using on your plate. And so as long, and so that's the other thing that you need, either paint or ink. So you need a plate, a brayer, some paper, or something to print on, and then you need mediums that you're going to print with. Okay, and what the the mediums that you can use? I mean, can you use anything? Not anything, but almost. <laughs> <laughs> You can you can use um, acrylic paints and inks, mm. such as stamping inks. Those are probably some of the most common things that are used. But you can also use oil paints. You can use oh. oil pigments. You can use pastels. You can use markers. There is a variety of things that you can use on your plate. What but there's a few things that we don't recommend you use. Well, tell me about that. What shouldn't you use? So you shouldn't use anything sharp. So don't use, don't take an X-Acto knife or scissors to it because oh. that will mess up your plate. So you were asking about carving into your plate. Nope, oh. I would not suggest that you carve into this plate. That will damage the plate. Also, don't use anything that's a solvent base or something that has a chemical reaction. So for example, don't use bleach or there's certain paints like crackle paints that have like two part that have a chemical mm. reaction to make them crackle. Don't use those on your plates. Those are the things that we recommend the most not to use. So what happens if you cut into it? Is it just all of a sudden it, when you make the, the print, it'll have another line there or it'll just, what will it do? Yes. If you just gouge into it, then you're not going to get a really smooth print. So that you'll always have that little divot in there if you gouge into it. If you cut it, some people do try to cut their plates, mm. but you can't ever get that really nice, like, straight edge that you can mm. get because it is so squishy. When you try to cut it with scissors or a knife, you're going to get the, the wobble in it. So you won't get those really straight edges. So a, a little bit off topic, but how do you, how do you store it? I mean, is, do you have a special case or something like that or what? They come in clamshells, oh. just plastic clamshells. So when you get your plate, 
They also come with sheets of mylar on top of them. And the mylar is there just to protect them during the shipment from the manufacturer to the retail business, to your house, so that they stay nice and pretty. Once you get them, you take the mylar off and you dispose of the mylar or reuse it. So you could use it as a stencil or um, a palette, you know, something to mix your paint next to you with. Oh. But when you're done and you clean it, and then you can put it back in the clamshell and then store it at that point. So that's the, so don't get rid of that clamshell. Open it up carefully and use it as a storage device. Exactly. Ah, yes. That makes perfect sense. So, so now let's talk about what are you going to use it on? What's the best paper? Are there substrates that are better than paper? What do you do? You look and you find everything you can and you start gel pressing everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, seriously. Um, you can use any kind of paper on here, except okay. the, one of the papers that we don't recommend you use is like photo paper, a glossy photo paper. Mm. Again, that has a chemical on it. And so when it touches the plate, a lot of times it'll adhere to it and it will not come off. And so that could tear the plate. Other than that, copy paper is really good to use, rice paper, junk mail that you get, and the you know, reuse paper that you have there, um, book paper, whatever you've got laying around. But you can also use it on fabric. You can use it on cardboard. You could even use it on a canvas if you wanted to. So Really? Yes. Now, does it have to be on things that are porous, or can it be like on stainless steel? You could put it on stainless steel. It would depend upon what you are, what medium you're using. Is it is that uh, medium going to actually stick to the stainless steel oh, or not? And that's the thing. It's got to stick to it after you're done. It's right. one thing to put it on it, but will it stay there in the rain? Exactly. <laughs> so where do I find texture making things? You look around your house is the best place to get started. Finding mm. things, take a walk, take a nature walk, find some leaves, find some flowers find little things on a nature walk, string or whatnot. Um, those are great mark-making tools. <laughs> you can also go digging in your recycling bin. You can find those little organizers that organize your cookies and use those to stamp with. You can use vegetable bags, fruit baskets, little, um, any cardboard, corrugated board, rip some of the corrugated board up, those uh, toilet paper tubes, name it, anything, uh, pill bottles, just find things around. Really? Um, yes. So that's where we recommend you get started. And then after that, then you can start looking at buying mark making tools. So you can use the silicone tipped clay tools. You can use catalyst combs and brushes. You can use stencils, stamps, rubber stamps, polymer stamps. There's is, a variety of things. You, you can said use. something, a catalyst comb. What is a catalyst comb? It's a soft um, silicone comb, texture oh. comb that you can use to produce different texture. Really? Yes. So after I've made a mess, how the heck do I clean all this stuff up? It's very easy to clean. Um, you can use soap and water, obviously. That's a great one that everybody has that. But you can also use a baby wipe. You can use hand sanitizer gel is mm. a one that we use quite often. If you're using something like oil paints or if you have a lot of buildup on there, you can also use baby oil, which is a mineral oil, and massage that in and then wipe it down and that'll clean it as well. And you can just like, you know, there are plein air painters that go out and paint by the ocean. Can you take this product and go out in the field and play that way and create? 
You can. I would recommend that you take something with you to give you a surface that you can work on because oh. it is very flexible. It's very floppy. So, you know, holding it in your hand and trying to do that would be a little bit difficult. But if you had a flat surface that you could set it on. And when we're working, we do recommend that you try to find a smooth surface because this does pick up every little bitty print like we were talking about. Mm. So if you put it on a picnic table, the the bottom side of your gel plate may pick up the impression of that picnic table too. Oh, and, and can you, this might be a stupid question, can you use both sides of the gel plate? Yes, it does have two sides. So and you so can you can use both use sides. Those. See, I told you, you I, was, I was stupid about all of this. <laughs> and it's fun too because it is flexible. You know, I've taken it and I've seen people that have used it like on a lampshade or I've used it to decorate boxes that I'm shipping off some of my artwork in or something. And you can just kind of wrap it around the box and, and take your design all the way around the box. So that makes it fun too. Well, it sounds like a total blast. Uh, where can we find gel press and inspiration? If we if if we've got a people out there and they are there people that are just experts at this? Oh yes. Oh, <laughs> We have a lot of experts, but we also have just, you know, everybody can get started with this. It's super easy to do, and it just takes a little practice and a little playtime. You know, people that are starting off with it, some of their biggest frustrations is they get frustrated because they're making mud. And that's because they're trying mm. to blend all of their colors together at one time. So a little practice, you learn how to use a little paint instead of a lot of paint. Mm. You let each layer dry in between before you mix again, mix your colors. You know, those are just some other skills that you can learn along with this. But um, you can get more inspiration and you can find out how our team, like I said, produces tutorials every week. They're producing videos that are oh, on our really? gel press YouTube. Yes. So you can go to our YouTube channel. Um, oh. Just go on YouTube and search for gel press or go to our website and then click on the link from there. And you can make sure you subscribe, hit that notification bell so that you get notified every time some one of our team members uploads a video. But you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook by gel press. Oh, my goodness. So you guys are all over the place. Yes. So what have I forgotten to ask you? <laughs> um, um, I, I think you've asked all the main questions. <laughs> For somebody that's dumb about this, I think that I, I, of course, you did provide me with questions to ask. So that makes, I, makes it helps a lot. And a lot of the questions that we came up with are questions that we get from people on our Instagram channel or on, you know, that we get emailed to us asking us, how do you store them? How do you clean them? How do you get started? So those were the questions that we chose based on questions that we get all the time. So if, if one of the people out there had a technical question, what's the best way to get a hold of you guys is through your website? You can go to our website. You can also send us a message, a direct message on social media, or you can email us info at gelpress.com. Okay, great. Well, I got to tell you, this has been uh, something that I never even knew existed about uh, 30 minutes ago, and it sounds very cool. Like my wife will probably want to start doing this. So, Well, I hope um, so. I appreciate you taking the time, Cheryl, to talk with us today. And you've been listening to the Art Supply Insiders. Check back with us often as we talk about the world and art and craft supplies. Now go out and create something.